quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast. I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This Why You Shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast, get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This While You Shit. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know. It's weird. But, like, I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe. Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now and you're not trying to look crazy. I get it. Come on, just mouth it with me. You ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast. Hey, man, where the fuck is Mario Judah? You <laughs> Another episode of the Listen Why You Shit podcast, Home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts, and I Google that. That is a fact. Though. Who you gonna believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're minding your data right now and be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Shabba. Back goes a new concert. I grew the fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you. You are love. Now have a good day at work, sweetie. Mwah. Uh, I want to remind everybody who listens to this right now to go to our Instagram page at listen to at listen to this while you shit and go to our Twitter page at listen and shit and uh, follow us on both accounts. And while you're on your phone, uh, go to our YouTube channel at uh, listen to this while you shit and uh, subscribe to the channel. Watch some videos. Uh, got about 18 videos up there or some shit like that. It's a lot of videos. Go watch them. Uh, man, I'm back again on some new content. Um, what I'm learning about this, the structure that I currently have on my podcast, where I just talk about like pop culture and like hip hop and shit like that, all of the best shit drops at the end of the week. Luckily for me, I usually record on Sundays, um, but all the best content drops at the end of the week. I should tell everybody now, um, I did, rec- so this episode is coming out on Tuesday. No cap, I recorded, I recorded an episode last night on Sunday, right? Today's Monday I'm recording this. I recorded an episode last night on Sunday. And once I was done, I realized that the audio was completely fucking corrupted. Like none of the, like none of that shit was usable. Um, none of the footage uh, for clips was usable. I was just like, oh, so I just wasted an hour and some change of my life talking. None of you was going to hear it. It was a great pod too. Not too my own horn. It was a great pod. Um, hopefully, I can recreate the energy I gave you. Uh, <laughs> I gave y'all that y'all won't hear on this podcast. Um, let's start off with um, hip hop. Um, that song I played at the top of the pod, that was Mario Judas, Bih Ya. If you live under a rock, or if you just don't, or if you're not interested in, like, new rappers, or you don't care about hip-hop at all, uh, there is a guy by the name of Mario Judas. Mario Judas, the guy who came out with that song, Die Very Rough. Um, we all know the song, Die Very Rough. Now it's time you for Die Very Rough. That nigga, right? We, niggas made fun of him. But when niggas was making fun of him, I stood on a firm ground. 
that this guy is fucking talented. I knew he was talented because the shit he was doing with his voice, I was like, that shit is not easy. Like, that shit not easy to do. And he was making, like, a lot of vocal reflections that niggas use audio, auto-tune for. Like, the fucking goat effect. Um... Uh, the shit that Post Malone uses a lot, uh, Don Tolliver uses a lot. Kind of like the voice, kind of like chops up in between melodies. I call it the goat thing. I don't know what it's actually called. If, if if any engineers out there listening, you can chime in and tell me what that fucking shit is. I don't know what it's called. I just call it the goat effect because it's kind of making you sound like a goat. He was doing that shit without any auto tune. Um, so that's how I knew this nigga was like a very talented artist. Also, he said that he was a producer before. Uh, but Mario Judah started a campaign last Sunday. That he was going to drop Playboy's Cardi's Whole Lot of Red. Um, if you don't know, Playboy Cardi Whole Lot of Red is an album that has been greatly anticipated for about two years now since Playboy Cardi's last uh, effort, which was received very well. Dialit is is a great album. I don't go to it a lot lately, uh, but I know a lot of people do. A, a lot of people go to the album and, and and like songs off of it. I don't really like it that much, but when I heard it for the first time, I was like, "This is cool. It's okay." But there's a lot of Playboy Cardi's out. There's a lot of Playboy Cardi fans out there who are like desperate for new Playboy Cardi music. They're fucking desperate for it. Playboy Cardi does this thing. He did it a few weeks ago where he came back to Instagram, dropped a few pictures, and he dropped a snippet. The snippet sounded amazing. Like I was actually hyped for the snippet. I was like, oh, I want to hear this whole song. Probably won't ever hear the whole song, but I wanted to hear it. Whole lot of red um, has had. Uh, hundreds of hundred of leaks come from this album. Hundreds. Um, I'm not, I haven't heard all hundred of them, but I know there's been uh, 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 plenty, plenty of leaks to come from this album. Whole lot of red, and I think that may be a reason why it's been delayed a lot. But also, I think it's because niggas ran off with Playboy Cardi style, uh, the baby voice. Um, we just we just all collectively decided to call that shit the baby voice. It's the any what the fuck you just heard Mario Judah do at the beginning of the song. Uh, at the beginning of this pod, that is the baby voice. It's a very high octave. Um, you kind of you kind of saying words, but you kind of not saying words. But it's just a bop. Niggas ran off with it. We kind of heard it for the first time on that song "Pissy Pampers," a song with Young Nudie that never officially dropped, but we all know it. Like we all know that song. And that song, uh, it wasn't. It was never actually a song, but it was a a a, a, a snippet from a video that that came out like three years ago. Now I'm like, mm, my stomach here, mm, my stomach here. That shit. Niggas have ran off with that style completely. And there are people who do it better than play Bacardi now. I think the guy, Coaches, uh, the guy like, okay, oh, cool. That guy, he does amazing. I like this guy named Top 15. He does it amazingly. He got a song called Inhale that I fucking love right now. I've been playing this song. I've, I, I've played this song maybe 50 times in the last two days. I love this shit. But there's so many rappers out now that do the baby voice, and they do it better than play Bacardi did it. And... Granted, this may be objective. Uh, this, that's that's my opinion, but I think it, that that don't exist without Playboy Cardi. I think that he saw what Playboy Cardi did with it. It was like, oh, I can build off this, and I can take it this way. I can take it that way. I can take it this way. Cause all of them do their own variation of it, but it's still at the core the baby voice. Now here come Mario Judah, who sees the landscape and says, all of these niggas are doing exactly what Playboy Cardi did, but nobody, but Playboy Cardi has not got the album yet. He look at that and says, man, what if I just dropped Whole Lot of Red? Which sounds fucking nuts. Like, if it, like the fact that a smaller artist haven't came up with this already is astounding to me. Because literally, everybody ran off with this flow. At this point, the baby voice is up for grabs. Anybody can use this shit and you're not. In hip-hop nowadays, there's no such thing as biting a flow. You can take anybody and everybody's flow and that's how shit works. And we'd be like, no, nah, you inspire me, bro. I want to make a song like you. That's all it is. Mario Judas said, what if I just made the whole album whole lot of rap? And he dropped uh, the first single, Big Yeah, which is, he says, is track number two off the album. I like Mario Judah because I think that this guy uses the internet very well, like so well. I'm going to talk about this later, about how a lot of artists and rappers nowadays don't use the internet efficiently. You know what I'm saying? Like, they use it, and some of them use it as a diary. Some use, some people aren't on social media enough to engage with us, but then you have people like Lil Nas X, who is one of us on Twitter. Like, Lil Nas S. S, fuck out of here. Lil Nas, Lil Nas S sounds like the knockoff. It's like, it's like the second, you know, Xbox, they got the, the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. It's like the same fucking meme, whatever. That didn't make no sense for people. And I just said it. I'm going to keep it in here. So suck my dick. 
<laughs> but no, Mario Judah gives me like little Nas X vibes. He makes he makes the internet a tool, and he and, and he uses it to his advantage. Like Mario Judah is a is a at his core internet rapper. We don't know Mario Judah unless Die Very Rough blows up in that one video we saw on Twitter that blew up a few weeks ago, and then uh, the song gets to TikTok and it blows up on TikTok again. So Mario Judah in his core is a is a rapper, is an artist who does not exist without the internet, which a lot of these guys are. Like a lot of these are not not just guys, women as well. A lot of these rappers don't exist without the without the internet, but for some reason they don't use it well. Mario Judah said, "No one thing, fuck that. I'm gonna make a whole lot of red, and I'm gonna make it better." And Playboy Cardi fans. They they like it like they like he saw there was a market for people who wanted that shit and said now I'm gonna get it. Here's a tweet straight from uh this is straight underneath a Playboy Cardi video from December uh picture on December second he tweeted a picture and this fan tweeted to Playboy Cardi I'm tired of your shit Cardi every time I put my faith in you you just come back and fuck and fuck your fans over all we want is music that's literally all we want and you don't even drop literally you get his hype and you don't do nothing like what's the reason for even doing it bro to which mario judah responded bro you fucking up man how can you treat your fans like this we've literally waited two years only to only to continually only to continuously be lied to without your fans what are you read what this fan just said he sees that and said, yo, I could drop this album and I can literally steal all of Playboy Cardi's fans. In theory, it sounds nuts. Like, no, Playboy Cardi has a built-in fan base. And no, no, like people who like Playboy Cardi are going to like Playboy Cardi. But rappers and artists, they like you for your music. But if you don't have new music out, it's like, well, well what the fuck is my allegiance to you? My allegiance is to the vibes. If there aren't any new vibes, what am I standing by you for? And Mario Judas said, I can finesse this because I can do this. This shit isn't a hard sound to do, and I'm going to finesse your fans. I'm taking all these niggas from you, and now they're Mario Judah fans. By the way, the music is not bad. It sounds just like a Playboy Cardi song. Mario Judah is also funny to me because this nigga kind of talks like a wrestler cutting a promo. Like, is like y'all listen to this shit for a second. Listen to this. Hold on, that's not the right clip. Hold on. Let me find the right one because in one of these genres, this nigga sounds almost identical to like a nigga cutting a promo. Here we go. Today is December 6th, and you still not dropped a whole lot of red. <laughs> you know what that means, bro. I warned you. I warned you time after time after time. Let us all down. <laughs> Pathetic. I'm gonna give you a grace period. You have until 6 p.m. today to still drop a whole lot of red. It is now 4:30 Eastern time. If you do not drop by 6 p.m., I will drop exactly one minute later. No rebuttals. 6:01 at the dot is the time I will drop today. If you do not drop by 6 p.m. It's like the pauses and the breaths and how he get hypes and come back down and the pathetic. Like Mario Judah is a fucking character. And he's good at this character that he's pursuing. What's what, what the word I just said? Pursuing? Pursuing? I don't know. He's good at the character that he's pretending to be. Or maybe he's not pretending. Maybe this is who really is maybe this is who he really is. And in that case, I like him more. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with the guy. The guy seems like he got a little bit too much enemy, uh, fucking energy for my taste. But I think that he will be, like, cool in doses. Like, I think he's a fun guy at a party. Mario Judah is, a, is, is an example of an artist who is using the internet to his advantage and not to his disadvantage. Unlike a lot of rappers nowadays. Which brings me to my next point. On Sunday in and Sunday on Twitter, a whole bunch of artists that we know and love caught some L's, okay? We got Meek, he caught an L. We got Cardi B, she caught an L. We got uh, JT, she caught an L. And we got the other city girl, Young Miami, all caught L's in the last few hours. Honestly, the whole QC is on fire, but I'm not going to talk about Lil Baby um, fucking that porn star because, hey, man, I'm not in a relationship shit. I have a I have a strict agenda I want to get a point uh, I want to have a strict agenda I want to get across right now and that doesn't fit what I'm trying to get it and that doesn't fit what I'm trying to say. 
So all these guys, well, I, I keep saying guys, but guys doesn't really gender. It does, but when I say guys, I mean people. All these people, uh, Meek, Cardi, uh, both the city girls, they caught vicious L's on the internet for different reasons, for different reasons, okay? So Meek is a Meek gave some young boys out, out in Atlanta who were selling water $20. It was about five, six, maybe seven young boys in that video, and he gave them $20 and said, yo, you got to split that. Which sounds absolutely nuts. <laughs> Listen, I used to sell water underneath the L train in Philadelphia. I used to go, I used to walk to 56th Street, 56th Market. I used to stand underneath there and I used to sell water. That was my that, that, that was that was my job. I didn't make a lot of money, but I did it. And I remember one time, uh, there's one old head. He didn't he didn't he didn't ask for water. He didn't take a water. He just gave me twenty dollars. Said, "Yo, keep hustling." He didn't say that, but that was the point of the $20. He said, I like what you're doing. Keep hustling. And that's what the $20 told me. And I came out there every single day for the next two months. That whole summer I was out there because that one guy gave me 20 bucks, and that was my motivation. Now, that was just a regular nigga in Philly who probably had a good job, saw a young boy hustling, was like, yeah, I'm going to help him out, right? Meek is literally a fucking millionaire. Meek literally spends hundreds of thousand dollars a month probably i don't know and I, I don't mean it being this man pockets i don't know what his monthly spending budget is i'm just assuming based off she posts on instagram meek is the same nigga who will post a watch and a wad of money and the caption would be for motive for motivational purposes only this is the same guy this is the same exact nigga so when you got a chance to actually let the kids touch you, like you tweeted, makes it, I be in the hood letting it, letting the kids touch me. You got an opportunity to really touch some kids in real life, pause, that sound crazy, and give them more than $20. To be honest, I don't think there's a there's an amount of money on the internet that will satisfy everybody. I think anybody, there's pockets of people would have been mad regardless. Like, if you would have given them $100, they'd be like, why you give them 1000 He would give them 1000 Why you give them 100000 Like, niggas would have been mad regardless. But I think for me, $20 sounds nuts. If it's six, seven young boys out there, give them, give them $50. Give them a 50 You got you got a 50 on you. If you don't, give them 60 Give them 320 Let it rock. I know you got the cash on you, Meek. Just do it. And he caught that L because it's just like, like, niggas are poor and young boys is hustling and they trying to help you out. Now, I've seen uh, screenshots from people in Atlanta saying those kids are aggressive and they always ask for money. Them niggas is ungrateful, which could be the case. I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from Philly. So I don't really know those young boys. I don't really know how they carry it out there. I'm just saying, I'm just speaking on based off what I saw in the video. You know what I'm saying? If I got, if I'm a millionaire and I see some young boys are hustling waters and I want to give the money, I'm in a given mood and four or five young boys, I'm not going to give you $20. Shit, each one of y'all might get $20 from me. That's how I'm going to carry it. But granted, I'm not rich. I'm poor. I ain't never going to tell a rich nigga how to spend any money, which brings me to my second point. Cardi B, she hopped on the timeline and asked the timeline, should she purchase this bag for $88,000? Now, like I said, I ain't going to tell no rich nigga how to spend their money. That's up to you. That's your pockets. That's your wallet. You spend your money how you want to spend it. But the point of contention on the internet was, um, why are you asking poor people how to spend rich people money? <laughs> niggas is really, listen, every month niggas is struggling to decide whether or not, in this panorama, they're struggling to decide whether or not they should purchase groceries for their household or pay their bills. That is a real internal struggle, and niggas, niggas are literally begging the government for money. You hop on the timeline to ask a bunch of brokies, should I, should I buy this bag for $88,000? You thought that was going to go over well, Cardi B? Like, you thought, that, you thought that that was a good idea. No, it wasn't a good idea. In no way, shape, or form. And I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I'm just saying, ask your friends that. If you want some real feedback, because one of her points was, I asked my followers who I treat like my friends and family. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but she said something similar to that. She said, these are my followers. I treat them like friends and family. But these people aren't your friends and family. They're fucking listeners of your music. or some, Sometimes just followers on the internet. So some of these niggas really don't know you or don't give a fuck about how you spend your money. How about you ask your friends? When I'm in between, should I buy something or should I not buy something? You know what I don't do? I don't hop on Instagram. I don't hop on Twitter. And I'm like, yo, bro, should I buy these? Should I buy these sneakers? No. I text my friends, like, bro, I said I send a picture. Yo, bro, should I buy these? And they let me know. Now they're ugly. 
No, bro, them joints too expensive. Or just no. I don't know. That's not a good investment. Like, they would tell me that. Ask your friends that. We are talking about millions of people still out of work in this country. Not because they want to, just because there aren't enough jobs open to, 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 for all these people to work. We live, in a, we live in a capitalist society where America has made us believe that we are all hard workers. And like, we gotta pull, yes, you gotta, we gotta pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. And when, you, and when that is the mentality of the country, and you are literally, when you literally can't do it, when you can't find work, how the fuck do you expect us to pay our bills? How the fuck do you expect us to eat? We got one $1,200 check eight months ago and ain't seen no money since then. Some niggas haven't been working this whole time. It's just, it's tone deaf. It's called read the room. Just read the room. Just look around and be like, should I say this? And that brings me to uh, uh, Young Miami. Young Miami just begin the city girl just be getting roasted, okay? Young Miami, she just hopped on the timeline, and she was just tweeting some whack shit. She said, um, if you ain't never been pregnant, you're pussy corny. Just some wild shit to say. It's just some wild shit to say. And then JT, they went back and found some of her old tweets where she was talking wild spicy, my guy. Like, it was, like, wow. Listen. Coming from a nigga who, like, was on Twitter back in those days, like, it wasn't really that crazy. Like, I seen way worse tweets than fat boys be stink as fuck. I seen way worse tweets than Missy Elliott equals original gangster, OG, which I thought is hilarious. Original gangster is, that's good wordplay. Like, that's just good wordplay, JT. That's why she's the best woman rapper around right now. (laughs) Then she said, y'all stink-ass Arab bitches, so money-hungry. We never... Never want to give people refunds. That's why Brazilians put y'all out of business. These are some of the tweets she put out between the year 2013 and 2015. Back in the day, she just got on the timeline and chose violence. And I'm not mad at JT. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck. Same way how you don't give a fuck. None of us give a fuck about these artists getting canceled for things they said. Because we don't. We only cancel people for things they said that we don't like. Like when I got up here a few weeks ago. And I did the uh, the episode entitled Sada Baby, I Hate It Had To Be Him because of all the uh, the lengthy evidence that niggas went through Sada Baby's old tweets and found. I knew at the end of the day, I was going to keep streaming Sada Baby because I like Sada Baby music. And I didn't think what he said was that bad. Like, no, let me, first of all, let me rephrase this. I think that what he said was terrible. I ain't going to lie. He was saying some wild shit, though. But it was a different time back in the day. Like, it was a different time. Like, and also he called a a, 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 a commenter on Nicki Minaj's um, Instagram, um, and, and he did call him F-word. That's crazy. You can't be throwing that word nearly, Willie. You can't be throwing that around all crazy. But will I stop streaming him for that? No. I like Sada Baby music. Same with how none of you women are going to stop streaming the City Girls because y'all like the City Girls. We only cancel people we don't like. Doja Cat went through a whole phase early this year, and niggas is like, yo, we done listening to Doja Cat. She came back and did one live, and y'all was like, no, bro, Doja Cat not over with. We like Doja Cat. My point is we cancel people who are easily cancelable. We cancel people who we can take out our playlist and don't and just won't care about them no more. We we cancel people who movies we never seen or movies we never like or comedy we never listen to. These are, these are people that are easily cancelable. We can get them out the paint with the ease because we never really gave a fuck about them. I got saying from the from the uh, from from the Flager Two podcast says says this, and I don't know if he created it, but I heard him say it. He said that you can't cancel somebody to which in which you was never subscribed to. Makes perfect sense to me. You can't cancel Netflix if you never had a Netflix account. Can't cancel cable if you never had cable. Can't cancel your phone bill if phone wasn't on. You can't cancel me if you never was listening to me. A lot of y'all never listened to Sada Baby, which is an easy pile on that day. Sometimes y'all don't cancel people because y'all like them. Cancel culture is a fucking myth. It does not exist in the real world. We listen to people and we like people because of their music. Sometimes because of who they are and... And to be real, in music entertainment period, we like shitty people. 
Muslim people are shitty people. I don't know why we have this we have this thing where we got to put celebrities and artists on this pedestal when they're just people who make songs we like. <laughs> like they're just people who make movies we saw a few times. But they're just people who are in media. That's it. I see all that to say is I'm selling a I'm selling a service to all labels to all um, uh, management agencies that I'm going to help your artists be likable on the, I'm going to help your artists be likable on the internet. And I will go back and delete your artists or like the person you're managing old tweets so that when kids will go to come from, they can't, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing for them to find. Because that's the two biggest things I see on the internet. Like the Megan Cardi B situation I can help you be likable on the internet by just saying the first thing I'm going to teach them in class is like, before you post something, ask yourself this. Do people need to hear me say this? Like, should I be the one saying this? Because sometimes you are saying the right things, but it's the wrong messenger. So ask yourself, should I be saying this? Sometimes in, in Meek's examples, like, should I post this? Because if Meek don't post um, that that video of him giving them kids $20, we don't give a fuck. We don't know because we don't know what the fuck is happening in Buckhead. We don't know. We don't know what happens in Meek Mill's daily life. We only know because he showed us. We only know that Cardi B was going to buy a bag for $88,000 because she told us, which comes down to, should I say this? Should I show you this? And the answer is almost unanimously no. You become likable on the internet by being just like us. This is why Lil Nas X work. Lil Nas X talks like one of us. The reason why this Mario Judas shit is going to work because he's one of us. He's a Playboy Cardi fan. He says that, yo, I'm a fan. I want this music. So because I want the music, I'm going to make it. This is, this is why these artists are likable because they are one of us. But sometimes you make so much money where you can't, you, you just you just can't relate to the average citizen. You can't relate to the average person because you're so out of you're, you're so disconnected from what happens on the ground. And I don't blame you for that. Listen, dog, you made a lot of money. You've earned the right to be disconnected. But in this new era of media where we like to be so close to the people that we enjoy, that's why keeping up. That's why keeping up with the Kardashians work. This is why uh, Lonzo Ball and fucking Lamola Ball and the Ball Brothers had a fucking uh, reality TV show before the other two even played in the league because we like to be close to our celebrities. We like to be close to our people in media. We like to we like to pretend that we know them. You have to be likable, and as far as. Uh, like the JT shit. I'm t- uh, uh, JT. I'm gonna just go back and delete her tweets. Same thing with your Miami. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm going to ask you, Miami. Miami, what do you gain from tweeting this right now? Like what? What? Like what is the end goal here? Is something funny to say? Yeah, it's funny. But you're also famous, and people don't like famous people right now. We don't want to hear what you got to say. Every time a famous person says anything, it is that it's that classic Dave Chappelle joke. Who the fuck cares what Jaru had to say at a time like this? Who the fuck cares what any of you got to say at a time like this? Just stop speaking. But like I said, I'm offering, I'm offering services. Come hit me up. I'm gonna teach your artist, and or I'm gonna teach a person that you're managing how to be likable on the internet. I'm a person on the internet, and I know the celebrities that I like, and I know what characteristics they have that make me like them. I can teach all of your artists and all the people that you're managing that that skill. And I'll go back into all their Twitter feeds, and I will delete all the tweets that people will find problematic. Matter of fact, I'm not going to delete all the tweets that people find problematic. I'm going to delete all the tweets, period. All of the tweets must go. All the tweets, matter of fact, not even before. All the tweets, period, got to go. We're going to start you fresh from that moment. Like, as I delete all the tweets, that's when you can start tweeting again. But you can't go back now and start tweeting wild shit. That's over for you. Like, it's not Twitter, it's not Twitter 2012 no more. Can't tweet wild shit. That's, that's, it's dead and gone. Just delete all your tweets. I feel like, <laughs> like, there is literally multiple uh, apps and websites that will go back and delete tweets for you. But none of these labels do it for their artists. Like, Yo Miami was fucking a 17, 16-year-old girl from the hood. You think she wasn't tweeting about shit? 
Sada Baby is a nigga that joined the Bloods when he was 22 year old. You think he wasn't tweeting wild shit? You think this man got good decision making? Come on now. I just want to help these artists not get canceled because it's so easy. Like, like the fact that they just be getting canceled when a lot of the shit is avoidable is just funny to me. Ah, uh, man. Before I leave hip hop, I want to talk about this for a second. This quick second, I want to pose. I'm gonna pose this to the audience. Um, let's ask the audience. I'm gonna ask y'all this, and we're gonna decide. Who could Drake realistically battle against inside a versus battle and beat? Because the two names that you hear thrown around all the time for Drake in the versus, it's always Jay-Z and Kanye West. But I don't think Drake beats either of them in a versus battle. And granted, listen, I love Drake. I can rap 30 Drake lyrics off the top of my head right now. Drake is my favorite artist. He's my, like, he's my guy. But I don't think he beats Kanye, and I don't think he beat Hov. Last night, I was in a clubhouse chat room, and we were talking about, um, we did a Jake, a Drake versus Jay-Z versus, like, a, a just a mock versus, start naming songs. And halfway through, you realize, damn, Drake got hits, but some of these hits don't match up against Jay-Z. The guy I was in the chat room with, he was using songs exclusively from the Black Album. Like, exclusively from the Black Album. Like, we're pulling from Drake's whole catalog. And it, and it's, it does not match up. It does not match up. It does not match up because I think that Kanye and Jay-Z have, have nostalgia on their side. They have the fact that these songs have been out for 15, 20 years in some cases. And Drake's songs have only been around for 10 at max. You know, you got you got to realize that me, I'm 23 years old, right? I remember being in the back seat of my mama's car, listening to fucking H to the Izzo and Encore and Change Clothes and all those records from Jay Z. I remember listening to fucking Touch the Sky, all the lights, flashing lights, shit from Kanye West. I remember being in the back seat of car, listening to this, and that nostalgia. It's always going to win over a Hotline Bling because even though Hotline Bling was, what, five years ago now, it feels like yesterday still. It has not been long enough. Even though Over was, what, a decade ago, it feels like yesterday still. It has not been long enough. It just hasn't been. And nostalgia in these versus battles will always win against newer artists. And that brings me to my point. Who could Drake realistically go against and beat? Because, like, the niggas in his class, like the, the J. Coles, uh, the Wale's, the Big Sean, Drake gets them the fuck out of here. Drake gets all those guys the fuck out of here. The Meeks, Drake, none of those guys can touch Drake. Like, Drake beats all of them. There's not, there's not a world, there's not a playlist, not a set list in which Wale, Big Sean, J. Cole, or Meek can beat Drake. It does not happen. Or Kendrick Lamar for that, for that, uh, for, for that point, whatever. I forgot the word. They can't, there, there, isn't, there isn't a world in which any of those guys could be Drake. So we always say, well, Drake got to go against legacy acts. But would you start naming legacy acts that I've seen thrown around with Drake's name? Drake doesn't beat them neither. Well, Drake, Drake doesn't beat them, but those guys can't beat Drake. So it's like Drake is in this really weird space right now where even, even though, first of all, we'll never get a Drake. Drake will never do the verses. Just fans hypothesizing. But even in, this, like, even, even in our hypotheses, there isn't a battle out there for Drake that seems like it's going to be a good one. Either it's a blowout one way or another. Because I believe Kanye and both uh, Jay-Z blows Drake out. And I believe Drake's blow everybody from his class. I don't think Drake has a good versus matchup at this point. Now you give it 10 years for a lot of the Drake songs that came out, what, five, 10 years ago to age more. I think we have a legit battle now because now the people that grew up on Drake songs like me and niggas who are younger than me will be like full grown adults who will be like, I remember where I was when that shit came on. Now it would be a nostalgia factor that Drake would have. So give it time. But right now I don't think Drake, Drake has a good matchup for anybody. Remember, remember when Joe Budden said that uh, fucking Chance the Rapper was going to be the next Drake? Remember when Joe Budden said that dumb shit? <laughs> that's one of Joe Budden's worst take, honestly. Like, that's such a, that's such a bad take. It's so bad. Let's talk about 
um, on things I learned on Twitter this week, um, black people are getting powers on December 21st. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't know what the fuck this means. I did not read the whole thread. I just saw the tweet. Um, but this random woman, tell me, I believe she has deleted the tweet. I believe the tweet has been deleted. Yeah, she took this tweet down. The tweet not even up no more. She tweeted that on December 21st, black people was going to unlock their true power and all that cool fly shit. And um, the world ain't been the same since. Niggas out here trying to figure out what they're going to use their powers for on December 21st. On December 21st, if black people actually get powers, I'm like, you know, now I want super speed or I want to fly. Those are the only two powers I want. Only two powers I want. Why? I want to be able to get places quickly. I was talking to Larry Lionel on the phone the other day, and they told me that I wanted his powers because I couldn't drive. And I said, you know what? I do. By the way, guys, Lionel was a dick. <laughs> Lionel, if you listen to this right now, fuck you. You my homie, but fuck you. <laughs> Larry, if you listen to this right now, you dropped a very cool freestyle today. I like it a lot. <laughs> But nah, I see people talking about as far as like uh, black people getting powers on twenty first. Um, what if lights get like like what's gonna happen to uh, half and halves? What's gonna happen to those uh the mixed breeds, the people like mulatto of the world? By the way, but I just brought a mulatto. Get mulatto the fuck out of hip hop, please. Ah, oh my god, I just I forgot about this. I literally forgot about this. Get mulatto out of hip hop, please. Like. I don't know why mulatto still exists in, in, in hip-hop music. This bitch, I hate her so much. There's First of all, mulatto a few weeks ago went on Clubhouse and said that colorism does not exist, which was crazy for me because I was saying the whole time, I'm like, what's, like, what? Okay, if you identify as black, which I think mulatto does, we all know that people who are half and halves got the choice to decide whether they identify with your white side or your black side. I'm assuming mulatto identifies with her black side more because she's a rapper and she says the N-word in her raps. Uh, look at somebody Logic, who's also half and half. He and he he clearly identifies with his white side more because he does not say the N-word. Drake identifies with his black side more. He says the N-word. Like, it, like you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to pick and choose which side you identify more. So she 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 must identify with her her black side more because of how she carries herself. But what self-respecting black woman is going to call herself mulatto? The history behind that word, and that's and that's what you want to call yourself. Now, is it historically accurate for what she is? Yes, historically she will be called the mulatto, but. Like that's like calling that's like if I was to call myself young nigger. What the fuck is it? I'm like, yo, my name young nigger. That's what I call myself. My rap name young nigger. Young nigger in the block, I'ma shoot your block. Like nobody will listen to a rapper named Young Nigger. But then Mulatto tweeted in 2015, with niggas been digging up a lot of old tweets from rappers, a lot of them. She tweeted, bruh, I just want my golden skin, hazel eyes, and healthy blonde hair. If that don't sound like a white woman to you, I don't know what that sounds like, dog. This bitch hate herself. This bitch don't want to be black. She loves her white side more than she loves her black side. And she's just allowed to be in hip-hop and say the N-word, and I hate it. Get Mulatto out the paint, please. I don't know why people still are listening to Mulatto like, like she's, first of all, I never heard a Mulatto song. And granted, like I say about women hip hop all the time, it's not made for me. But I can appreciate a good song when I hear one. I never heard one. So that tells me women don't really like Mulatto like that. So why she here? Get Mulatto out of hip hop. I, did, I stumbled into that, and um, I wasn't even going to talk about that because I forgot about it. I was talking about some other shit. I forgot I was talking about But Mulatto fucking sucks. She hates herself, and she's allowed to run around saying the N-word and, 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 and cosplaying as a black woman. Like, that's all Mulatto be doing. This bitch is cosplaying as a black woman every day of the week, knowing damn well she a, she a, white, she a white southern auntie. That's all she is. Get Mulatto the fuck out of my hip-hop. Like, if, if I was... Listen... This is why black people need to start gatekeeping hip-hop a little closer. Because a nigga like Mulatto should not be sneaking through the cracks and, like, be this popping. 
Like, like this is why we need to get gatekeep our culture. Black people, we don't do it because you know we're super inclusive. We let everybody in. Ah, duh, yeah, I fuck with you. You fuck with me. But sometimes that goes wrong. Like a mulatto should not be in hip hop. Mulatto should be making country music or some shit. She like she she shouldn't be here. There's a lot of people that we let in hip hop that should not be in hip hop just by like how they carry themselves. Um, the takes they have on the internet. Like, they just shouldn't be a part of our culture. And Mulatto's one of them. Get Mulatto the fuck out of my culture, man. All right. Um, yeah, black people getting powers on 21st. I want to I wanna fly or I want to be super fast. That's how I got there. Uh, <laughs> the other news of things I learned on Twitter this week. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is going to fight... Uh, Logan Paul, the brother of Jake Paul, in the in in January, I believe it was January twentieth, twenty twenty one. One thing about them Paul brothers, them niggas can sell some shit, can't they? Boy, can them nigg- boy can them Paul brothers make some content, dog. These niggas have been famous for half a decade now. Like the first time I heard about them was twenty sixteen, but when I heard about them, it was late. Like they are already. Uh, Jake Paul had already been on Disney Channel. Logan Paul had already had a successful um, uh, YouTube channel. So these guys are great. And, like, their content is growing. Like, they're growing with them. Like, a lot of YouTube stars, when they start young, not just a lot of YouTube stars, a lot of child stars, when they start young, they um, the content seems to outgrow them. Like somebody like JoJo Swia. Uh JoJo's the is the the like the seventeen year old girl who's still running around like she's fucking uh twelve, dressed in really bright colors. She got a big bag. She got toys and fucking um um Target and all that. She got a huge bag, but she's running around with a bow on her head. Um JoJo is not gonna work like JoJo as as she is now as a character would not work when she's twenty. Because niggas look at her like, niggas are looking at her now. Like, yo, when is this little girl going to grow up? Like, when is JoJo going to start acting like a 17-year-old girl? Not saying that there's a certain way that 17-year-old girls act, but there is a point in time where um, a young woman wants to be a young woman. She's acting like a child still. But go back to Jake Paul and uh, Logan Paul. Uh, Jake Paul just fought um, Nate Robinson in the undercard of the Tyson fight, which... Honestly, they stole the show. Like, Jake Paul stole the show when he knocked out uh, uh, Nate Robinson. And now his brother is doubling back and saying, and saying yo, I want to fight Floyd. The fact that Floyd agreed to this fight says that Floyd understands how big of a, how, how big of a draw this, this uh, Logan Paul kid is. And I should call him a kid because he's older than me. He's 25, I'm 23. But he understands, like, this guy is good for views. Uh, Logan Paul is the same guy a few years ago who went to the suicide forest in Asia and filmed some dead bodies. And people in Asia found that shit very disrespectful. Since then, his content has matured a lot. He has a podcast. I don't listen to his podcast called, um, it's called, um, what's it called? Um, Impulsive. I don't listen to it, but I heard people say they like it. So that's cool. Um, the content is very mature now. It's grown. It's not mature, mature, but it's growing up with him. And now he's now he got a, like a prize fight with Floyd Mayweather. Is Floyd Mayweather is, is Floyd Mayweather going to win? Yes. If Floyd Mayweather does not win, we're definitely going back to slavery. Like Floyd Mayweather has in a fucking historic boxing career. This nigga's undefeated in like fifty fights. Has not big baller brand never lost. Has never lost. And if he loses to goddamn Logan Paul. White people are going to start bucking up. They're going to start capturing niggas on the street and putting us in chains and selling us back into slavery. <laughs> the world would never be the same if Logan Paul puts the pause on Floyd Mayweather. But hey, man. Hey. Will I buy it? No. Will somebody I know buy it? Probably. Will I watch it? Yes. Because I want to see this shit. It's good. Listen, I don't know this whole new thing where influencers and like um and like creators and like rappers and shit like that are going to start boxing. If that's the new thing, I'm here for it. I'm here for like novelty fights. I'm here for like novelty fights 
un, like under the bell. I'm here for that because I don't know what the undercard of this fight is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be more like uh you know influencer or like YouTubers or shit like that. I'm assuming it's going to be more of like that similar style. But I'm here for it. But by the way, Logan Paul, he's been he, he fought KSI. Um, who was KSI? I don't know who KSI is, but I know he fought him. He fought him twice, I believe. And um, dog, I'm here for it. This nigga isn't a slouch. He isn't just a a a a a, a walkover fight. This isn't a walkover fight. Honestly, Logan Paul will probably have Jake Paul on 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 the undercard of his fight, and Jake Paul will probably fight like an athlete or something. Cause I've seen a lot of other athletes popping out the mouth saying, "Y'all can knock Jake Paul the fuck out." But both these guys, listen. If you have no boxing experience, if you have never boxed before, if you have never been into a fight before, like under under the bell. You will lose against a nigga who have fought under the bell before because they just, it's, it's, it's a different environment. You may be able to street fight. Like me personally, I think I'm being Jake Paul ass in a street fight. If I meet this nigga on Stan Avenue, I'm being his ass. He can't beat me on the street. But if we get into a ring, this nigga knock me the fuck out because he had actual like ring presence. Nigga had boxed before. I can't I can't pick I can't pick Logan Paul or Jake Paul up on his head and dump him in the ring. But in the streets, I'm dumping this nigga. Cause he he's not he's bro, I'm doing him north. I'm stomping on his shit. Fuck is you talking about, nigga? <laughs> like he he getting his ass beat. He's he's getting his fucking ass beat on the street. But in the ring, nigga knocking me the fuck out. Cause that's how that's, that's how shit work. So Logan Paul probably gonna lose to fucking uh, Floyd Mayweather, but it's not gonna be like it's 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 gonna be similar to the Conor McGregor fight. Even though Conor uh was like a, a real professional fighter, Conor wasn't a boxer. Conor was an MMA guy, so it's different from boxing. Um, it's gonna be similar in the right of like it's gonna be a guy who comes out strong. Probably he's probably gonna attack Floyd once or twice. Had niggas going, oh shit, where did Floyd lose? But no, it's not gonna happen that way. So yeah, man. Um, will I buy that shit? No. Am I excited to uh, watch it or and or steal it? Yes. Them niggas are great for buys, and I'm happy that the niggas are getting their bag. Get your bag, White King. You <laughs> y'all want to keep knocking niggas out? To go fight some white people. The Paul brothers need to fight some white people. Why they won't keep fighting black people? Yo, <laughs> they don't never fight. They don't never fight no crackers. It's always it's always just niggas. They always fighting niggas. Go fight some crackers. Like, y'all can't keep doing this to us. It's Listen, you, you know the trend on Twitter? They be like, yo, name something that isn't racist but feels racist. This is one of those things. Why y'all want to keep fighting black people? Why y'all never fight no white people? It's mad white people in the world that's willing to fight. How come, <laughs> how come Jake Paul or Logan Paul ain't fight Gordon Hayward? How come that ain't happen? How come niggas ain't fighting Rick Barry? Like, go fight a white person. How come niggas ain't fighting Macklemore? Go fight a cracker. Why niggas want to keep fighting niggas? This shit is nuts. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Quick words I want to get off about this HBO Max shit. Um, other day in the news, HBO Max, uh, uh, HBO told, uh, they, put up, they put out a press release saying that all of their blockbuster movie slates from Warner Brothers, so all the Warner Brothers big movies for 2021 will now be exclusively streamed on HBO Max. If HBO Max wasn't in your top needs of streaming services before, it definitely is now. It's definitely like HBO Max got to be on the list of things you got to pay for each month because just of the movies they're going to have. They're going to have The Matrix 4, Suicide Squad, just, just the name too. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman is coming out in like a week or so on HBO Max. Um, I'm very excited for this shit because just a, a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, I don't know, I'm, I don't remember when, but Disney Disney Plus or Disney Go, whatever the fuck that shit is called, Disney Plus, they put out that whack ass Mulan remake, the live action Mulan remake on their streaming service, and they charge us an extra thirty dollars for that to watch that bullshit. Extra thirty dollars. HBO Max said we're going to give you. All these movies that we spent millions of dollars, millions of dollars on for the same base price you're already paying us every month. That is, if that's not, if that doesn't scream like I need to have HBO go, I don't know. I don't know what does. Now, we all know that HBO is like, 
the home box office has been a leader in premium content for a long time now. Like, this isn't new. Like, HBO is the reason for a Netflix. HBO is the reason for these streaming services making, like, their own content and producing it themselves. It's the reason why we have the greatest shows of all time. So HBO isn't new to the content game. But the fact that they're going to give us some blockbuster movies for the for I don't know how much HBO Max costs. I don't pay for it. My dad, my dad paid for it. I'm a child at my heart. I don't pay for shit. <laughs> I don't pay for that shit. Shout out to my daddy, yo. I don't know how much that shit costs. That shit is that shit is $15. Um the, <laughs> the fact that you're gonna get all those movies that I all those movies for fifteen dollars, dog. Like that Meek movie came out a few months ago. Um, I didn't watch that shit, but people said it was okay. Hold on, let me find a list of movies that's going to come out on HBO Max. Hold on. We have Suicide Squad. I knew that one. We have Hamilton, uh, and the Heights, The Conjuring. Um, Mortal Kombat, the Tom and Jerry movie, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, um, Space Jam, the Space Jam movie is going to come out on HBO Max. All these movies going to come out on HBO Max in 2021, starting in January. In January, we're going to start getting these movies. In January 15th, we get the Mortal Kombat movie. That's the first one we get. And then we get Little Things. I don't know what that is. 29th. And then in March, we get Tom and Jerry. So January 2021, HBO Max got to be on Got to be on your list of uh, streaming services that you got to use. Whatever your favorite combination is, me personally, I've already been watching HBO Max because HBO Max just has some of my favorite shows on it already. Like, they have uh, South Park. They have the Boondocks. They have some of my favorite uh, DC properties, like um, uh, Doom Patrol and, and T-Titans and Young Justice. They have some of my favorite properties up there already. So I'm, I've, I was already watching HBO Max. So HBO Max, Hulu... And Netflix has been my combination of things I always use. Netflix because Netflix has been lacking lately, but Netflix always keep one. Netflix is like the two chains of streaming services because they miss a lot. Like they 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 put a they they produce a lot, but when they get a hit, they catch a hit. Like when they get one, they catch one. So I gotta keep Netflix because you know that that's that they keep one. And I keep Hulu because Hulu allows me to watch shit I miss on TV. Like when I when I want to catch up on Family Guy, they got it. American Dad, I can they got it. I can catch up on it. And sometimes Hulu got some good originals. By the way, let's let me say this. Disney Plus is a garbage streaming service. It's garbage. Like it was good for like the first week because of nostalgia. People was able to go back and watch some of their favorite old Disney shows and favorite favorite movies. But their original content was lacking. Like their new shit was a lack was lacking. The only people I saw people talk about really was The Mandalorian. Um, which was a big hit. The Mandalorian's a hit. I haven't got into it yet. I'm not. I'm not really a Star Wars kind of guy, but it was. It was. It was a hit. People liked it, and um, I heard some people talk about the High School Musical show, which I was like, ah, you kind of grown, but hey, to teach his own. If you want to watch High School Musical, you can watch High School Musical. Who the fuck am I going to tell you? Who the Who the fuck am I to tell you you can't watch High School Musical? Um, if that that makes you happy, my nigga. Uh, but HBO, uh, uh Disney Plus, it's not. It's not a necessary streaming service. It's not necessary until like. Disney Plus decides to release all those Marvel shows that they had land, lined up and put those Marvel movies up there, it's not necessary. Like, it's not. So, yeah, HBO Max, go get it. Go get it because they going crazy. HBO Max is going crazy, man. All right. Um, everybody know... Not everybody, but avid listeners of this podcast, you would know that I used to tell whole stories at the, at the, at the end of my podcast. But uh, as one as one does, I've ran out. Wink, wink. Um, I have I don't have any more. Um, I, I've ran out. So therefore, first of all, that wink, wink made it sound like I don't got no more. Um, I don't. It's just funny to say wink, wink. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Instead, I've just been doing things I, I don't like. I've been ranting about things. Last week, I ranted about, uh, I don't know what the fuck, apply pressure mean. This week, I want to rant about uh, the PS5. Um, I watched a clip. By the way, I just want to spend, I watched a clip from uh, the, uh, the Joe Budden Girl podcast. I believe it's called See The Thing Is with uh, Mandy 
And um, I forgot the other two women name. I don't mean to disrespect women. I just don't remember their names off top. I just know Mandy from Horrible Decisions. But it got it got Mandy and, and two other women on it, and they were talking about how uh, having a PS Five is stupid. I believe Mandy even said that uh, one of the things she said was. Of all, of all the top 10 dicks I ever got in my life, none of them play games. I was like, bitch, you sound dumb. You sound retarded. Um, women, don't make men feel bad for playing games. If niggas want the PS5, and it's, it's good reason to want it, let the nigga get the PS5. Like, it's for good reason. But what I want to talk, but before I do that, what I want to talk about is, I want to talk about um, why it's so hard to get a PS5. Why is it so hard to get it? I've tried to get a PS5 at every single major drop there's been. Every single one. I'm talking about from GameStop dropping it, from Best Buy dropping it, to Walmart dropping it, to Target dropping it. Every single time I've tried to get a PS5, I have failed. I've continually failed. And I think it's because the system that we currently have in place is broken. I sound like I'm talking about politics, but I'm not. I'm talking about the system to get a new gaming console. Now, a gaming console is probably the best investment you can make as far as entertainment-wise. Um, think about it. You're going to spend $300, uh, $300 to $500 on a console, just a console, and the console's probably going to last you, what, five to six years? That's longer than some TVs last. That's longer than your phone lasts. That's longer than most things last. So it's a good investment, and I understand why people want so many, but then you got these goddamn niggas reselling. These goddamn resellers and bots who are making it hard for just me to get one. I just want one. All I want is one. I think that places like Target, places like fucking fuck Walmart, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy, all these places should have a a a, a, a line set up, a virtual line set up. And it sounds crazy. Like, what do you mean a virtual line? Well, GameStop actually did it the best. Uh, let's let's remove GameStop from this because they actually did it the best. The day the PS5 dropped, GameStop uh, was the best because they had a virtual line where you went onto the GameStop website and you put the PS5 into your cart. Would you put it to your cart before you could check out? They said, "Hey, you are in line now. Once you get, they they say you are in line now. Do not refresh the page. If you refresh, you go to the back of the line. Once you get to the front of the line." Put your card information in and order it, and you will have a PS5, basically. That was the best way. The worst one was fucking uh, Walmart, because Walmart just had you at a screen that said, oh, dear, with a deer, and it wore antlers. Didn't give you no information about what was going on, what place in line you were in, if you even had, if you were even eligible to get one, if it was sold out already. It was just a screen that said, oh, dear. Every time they do a drop like this, <clears throat> it should be like, like GameStop. Once you put it into your cart and before you check out, it should take you to a screen that says you are in line. Do not refresh. Stay in line. And once you get to the screen, the checkout screen, put your card information in and purchase. And honestly, it should be a little ticker to let you know what place in line you are. You are, pl- you are number 50 out of 500 or whatever. You're number 400 out of 3,000, whatever. Whatever the number is, they should give you a number so you can know how long you're going to be waiting. And it should give you an estimated time of like, yo, this is how long you take people to check out. You're going to be here for about 30 minutes. Go get some popcorn. Pull up a YouTube video. That's It should be that. Because there's no reason why I shouldn't know what place in line I'm in. Also, we should limit the amount of consoles one person should buy. One person should not be able to buy six consoles. I think the most you should be able to buy, at the most, is two. Because let's say you in line for your friend and, 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 or whatever. You got, you got multiple people in your house or, or more people in your family who wants to buy one. You, you should be able to buy two. Just two. But any more than two, it should be like, yo, you can't buy that many. You, you can't do it. You can't, it's not fair. You can't do it. And also, like once you put it on a hype item like this, and it's not it's not hype like fashion, but it is hype. On a hype item like this, bot shouldn't be allowed. Like it should be like a, a bot verification thing. Like you should make you should make everybody have to pick pick um like you know how they'd be like, yo, uh it'd be like five pictures, they'd be like, yo, which one is a bridge, which one isn't a bridge? All that cool fly shit. Hold on, bro. I I just stopped talking. Oh my god, I hate these niggas. Lionel, Lionel from the Larry Lionel podcast. 
just put this inside our group chat. I I stopped the whole flow of that of that rant I was going on to do this because fuck this nigga. He said it's eleven fifty five, and I'm over here thinking about how Dom pulled this simp ass move. My friend on Twitter, Gigi, she said Clubhouse ain't even approved my Clubhouse ain't even approved my thing yet. Shaking my head, which our spot you need an invite. I was asking my Twitter homegirl if she needed an invite. That's all. I had to. I had one to spare. Here, sis, you want an invite? Niggas call me a simp. Yo, fuck Lionel. This, Lionel, this is why I don't like your fat ass now, you motherfucker. Fuck you. You my man, and I fuck with you, but I don't fuck with you, nigga. You my, you my, you my friend op. You my oppa friend. Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, to get back on point... Like, there should be better, like, nobody should be able to buy multiple PS5s. Because then these guys get the PS5 inside the possession, and then they sell them for extreme markup. Extreme. The PS5, like, this version is like $500. I seen them selling for $1,000, $1,500. These guys are selling this shit for extreme prices, and it only works because you niggas are buying them. For real, for I'm gonna blame you, the average consumer who is too hype and can't wait for the re- for for the restock to happen. If you stop buying them at that at that crazy price, the price will drop and you will get it for cheaper. You may not get it for like you know a retail, but you won't be paying a thousand dollars. Listen, if I'm a reseller and I got six PS5, I got six PS5s in my house, and nobody buying them for the price point, I got them at nine hundred dollars. Eventually, I'm going to drop that down to 800. Nobody buy for 800. Drop that down to 700. Nobody buy for 700. Drop that down to 600. Nobody buy for 600. Drop that down to 550. Eventually, I'm going to have to make my money back on these PS5s. Like, I spend $4,000 on these motherfuckers. I got to make my money back some way, somehow. So even if I'm just making $50 profit on each one of them, fuck it. I get them out, I get them out of my possession. Just stop buying them. Oh, my God. So yeah, bro, just make the PS5 lines better so I can get my fucking PS5. I just I just want mine, yo. That's all I'm asking for. And I know a lot of I know a lot of my friends who ain't been I don't know. I'm gonna be real, I don't know a single person in real life who got one, besides Anthony Moore. Anthony Moore comedian I interviewed a few minutes ago. He went to fucking Jersey somewhere and got one. He walked into Walmart and got one. When I tell you he told me that shit on Twitter and I walked and I went and I went to mental and I went to multiple Walmarts that day to, to see if I could find a fucking PS5. Doc, I I was trying. I was trying to get a PS5 that day. Man. So yeah, just make the line easier, dog. I just want my PS5. All right, man. That's uh, that's this week's rant. Um, this week's song of the week is it's uh, this kid SSG Kobe. He got a song called Zero. Too hot, I need to cool down. That shit is all, but you need a new sound. Not talking money, but you need to move around. Say so you get money, but boy, you a waitress at Blue Hound. Still with the same nigga, I don't do new friends. Shout out my brother 18 with a new Benz. I sign a check, if it here, get the blue pen. I got a plan out, I got the blueprint. Can't see how your niggas like to flex food shit. Got a mixtape trash, yeah, that's some push shit. Yeah, I make a drop, just like my roof did. You got the top, I need a new lid. I make it pop, just for the movement. Yeah, they all believe in the kid. I got diamond that dance on my wrist now. Sipping on science, I feel like I'm sick. Random 2K, no rhyme. Got a zero on my back. Dang it, these niggas I feel like Brownie. Shout out to my niggas in the hood. Shout out Lonnie. Get in the energy, make kamikaze. I'm kicking the camera, don't fuck paparazzi. She get on her knees and that lip ain't gon' tie me. I wonder what little fans up in the copy. Yeah, three bands under my clip. Nigga ain't even damn winning. Pray to God lie every night. But he still know I'm a sinner. Stack up my money, it's all like a sinner. Hit from the back, man, I guess that's a fender. Bender. Say that you getting that money, you flexing your cars, you know that's a random. Huh. A mirror, that's all of my denim. Hmm. You say you got racks, but you spin them. Hmm. I'm in ATL, with my spider fango, but I'm still spitting venom. Hmm. I could never let go. I could never let go. All the lanes, so you know I'm slow. Comedy corner, bankroll. Then I see all D, send you to Gulag. Yeah, I don't fall with 12, I don't fall with them. And I'm in London with my bro Zach B But this ain't goodwill, ain't nothing for free And my bitch say she beef shit, then peep When I hit it like a doggy, I'ma give her this treat Got a cocaine whip, it's an all-white Jeep And these hoes keep saying get off my D Record the whole, put her on news, ABC 
That was uh, SSG Kobe. Uh, that was Zero. Um, that song is not on streaming service. I don't know why these young niggas be dropping videos, but don't put the music on streaming services because I want to stream that. I'm putting it on the playlist. But shout out to uh, shout out to Kobe. Um, first of all, I knew I was getting old because I'm still mentioning like niggas like LeBron James and shit in raps. He said, Nah, I mentioned his son in raps. The young niggas mentioning other young niggas in raps. Now I was like, Wow, I'm getting old. But uh. This has been another episode of the Listen Why Shit Podcast. I'm a potty mouse. The only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that because that is a fact. Or who you gonna believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're my nigga dead right now. Be afraid of them niggas. I have been your host, Dom Sharp. The soothing thing to the world that every human has. Opinions and assholes. And I'm so happy to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening, boys. Wow. Wow, did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listened to? Uh-uh, you're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? It doesn't make how. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but nah, seriously, Um, thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at listen to this while you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already, I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoy the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story. Tweet about it. Post it on Facebook. Doesn't matter to me. Share the content with people so I can grow. If I grow, we grow. This is a family over here, dog. I know that sound like cheesy and shit. That's what like YouTubers say. We're like, no, what's up, fam? Nah, but honestly, like, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. Like, if if like go on my Instagram. Like I I respond to damn near all the comments to of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community and I really want you to be a part of this community. And I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you next week. Wow. Have a good day.